it's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast is brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Action Sports Jack's Pile On Podcast. Brent Martineau along with Dan Hicken. What up? Oh my gosh, you just broke things in here. Wow. Are you okay? Good. Hang up the door panels. Soundproof panels just came down. So maybe this doesn't sound as good anymore. Oh, nice job. Fixed it pretty quick. That's probably more than you've done in your own house <laughs> in the last 10 years right there. <laughs> there we go. We're good. You're, you're in. You're on. What's up? Happy birthday. Thank you. Yesterday. Yes. Day older. Wiser. Wiser for sure. Prettier. Oh, good looking. Aging well. Aging well. That's true. Shoot. Stronger We can than only ever. be so lucky. Oh. You walk a lot today? I walked a lot yesterday. Yesterday. How many? Yeah. Yesterday I had to set a record because it was my birthday. So I wanted to get a lot of steps in, so I did. 28,000 steps. Yeah. Where'd you go? Just around. Gym. Neighborhood. You walked a lot. Did you see the family at all yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Mother's Day. They went to see uh, Grandma. Ah, very good. So I had some time, so it was good. So I got it. Yeah, I was able to get a lot done. It was awesome. a good day. Um, good. Good for you. All right. Hey, uh, hey uh, day five of straight Telvin talk. You <laughs> feel me? You feel me? Uh, uh, latest thing uh, coming out on Instagram on Saturday. We haven't heard since. Every two days would be today. I wonder if we'll get something from Telvin. Yeah. But uh, where do we see this ending? Um, Does Telvin play football ever again? I don't know because I don't know what you know. I don't know, I know. what his issue is. Yeah, it's hard to say. I think asking questions I think if he doesn't, answer. I think if he doesn't play for the Jaguars this year, he never plays for the Jags again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. I think, um, and he may not play for the Jags again anyway. Like if in six weeks he says I want to come back and play, do you take him back? Yeah, it's gonna be hard to trust. I don't know if you do. Yeah, the problem is getting rid of him isn't easy. Now, if you just cut, you can cut him. Yeah. But uh, and keep in mind, someone says. What do they got to put them on the reserve list? The reserve retired type list? That, that's or something? still the very tricky thing is what list they're going to put them on. That's mm-hmm. why the Jags don't know a whole heck of a lot, and they right. won't know until about Labor Day if they choose to do it that way. Now, if they want to put them on a list, they can do that. They have to identify whatever list that could be. And I think until someone talks to them, how do you know which list to put them on? Also, not that it matters at this stage, but he is taking up a roster spot. Yeah. So a guy that you know is not playing right now, they have to play with 89. They have 89 guys. Going into OTAs rather than ninety. I just think, again, uh, the more I, the more as the days go by, that I don't get angry. I mean, listen, I, I wish him well. I really do. I like Telvin as far as what he's meant to this football team and and the organization. He's been a good football player, but uh, just he's been handled so poorly, so poorly on his part. And I don't understand why people don't want to admit that yeah it's like, handled it's poorly. like you're like you're a like how dare we question him he's got issues okay i believe that and let's get him the help he needs yeah let them and if you don't want to get the help from the jags that's fine too but there's nothing there's no reason in these last 30 days not one reason you can tell me why telvin smith could be so unprofessional as to not walk his butt into that office and talk to Doug Marone face-to-face or Tom Coughlin face-to-face or Dave Caldwell face-to-face or his linebackers coach or whomever 
face to face. I don't understand it. And on top, the only way I can describe it. Am I wrong? The, I don't think so. And I, I think the, again, mental health will trump any good decision making sure. if somebody says that. So I guess that's the caveat here. How deep is this? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I, we don't know. But I just get the feeling he's operating almost in a, in a rogue kind of way. Like, I don't feel his agent is involved here. I don't feel people on Do you know team, who his agent is? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. either. But people on Team Telvin mm-hmm. aren't really in the loop either of what exactly is going on or yeah. at least helping him make good decisions in terms of making communication. Somebody in his camp by now would have at least communicated. You know there's a website. Uh, it says you can book Telvin Smith for a speaking engagement. Yeah. They, everybody has. I'm surprised yeah. we don't have it. Yeah. I was like, I should book I think the, I think somebody just grabs people's names and put it on there. Call up. Man, I'd like to get Telvin Smith. What's that going to yeah. cost me? Well. I wish him well. I hope he gets well. I hope he gets uh, – something's not right, obviously. Um, but but it's just uh, – I, I, don't, I don't get it. I 20, don't get it. 25th season of the Jags. Yeah. What's the most bizarre thing in the 25 years? R.J. Soward's situation. Matt Jones at times, the pick of him even. Justin uh, Blackman. Justin Blackman, yeah. who we experienced in the last decade. There's been a few. I mean, there's been a few. Mojo's holdout. It wasn't bizarre, but it was newsworthy. Um, you know, Brunel and Baselli kind of together their first few years was always fun, uh, but nothing quite quite as bizarre as this. Bizarre. Yeah. So it's a unique event. Yes. In term, I think it's unique to the NFL. I mean, I was thinking Marshawn Lynch and Ricky Williams, but yeah. not even, even that was different. Oh, no, it's unique to the NFL. Peter King wrote a little bit about it today in the his Monday morning quarterback or whatever he calls it now, Football Night in America column. And, you know, basically, you know, why is Telvin Smith bothered when people want to know what's wrong? I mean, of course yeah. you want to know. Yeah, yeah. So. But in this organization, it's hard to even compare it to something. Yes. Probably in almost any organization. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. Justin, actually, I think the most comparable is Justin Blackman in yeah. the sense that there's $10 million on the line. Justin Blackman threw away $10 million. He walked away from it. Yeah. And right now, so is uh, Telvin Smith, though. Someone did bring up a decent point today. Justin Blackman He's, has any regrets? Well, you got to wonder where his state of mind is yeah. to express. What is he, he doing? He absolutely will have regrets yeah. when his state of the mind is clear. Is I, he? Is he? I, I don't know. Yeah, nobody knows what he – I mean – He's just off the radar. He shut it down too, right? I mean, I know a couple uh, local media tried to actually went out to was he in Texas for a little he while was. and tried to. I find think he him. still is in the Dallas area. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's up to. It's it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's talk a little uh, college baseball. Yes, the Gators. Oh. oh dear, four straight trips. I think it is right to the World Series. Four straight, and he's never missed. Uh, he's I think Sully's been there eleven years, never not gone to the postseason. It's almost like it feels impossible to to be at Florida and miss the postseason. I feel like his attitude is going to be, look, at some point it had to give out. We have churned out so many high draft picks off the mound, and we just got caught, and we needed every one of these guys to be good, and it didn't work out for them for whatever reasons. And, you know, they had, uh, uh, you know, they saw some, I mean, a couple years ago, Dyson was terrific in the postseason, and they said, oh, this guy's going to be, Went so good last year, struggled again this year. Leftwich came around last year towards the end, and he's, uh, I think he might be in, not an IMG, but that Orlando Baseball Academy, one of those down there, and everybody's like, ooh, wow, watch out for this kid. His ERA 7 this year. Uh, Tommy Mace, Mace, you know. So uh, uh, they got a couple kids who are supposed to be in high school. Uh, it catches up to you, man. It's tough. So they, I think they just finally got caught. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and been by a the tough way, they do that. It's yeah, okay. It's I mean, okay. I'm not criticizing no. uh, the program. You know what it feels like a little bit to me? 
feels like Florida State situation with Jimbo Fisher in his final year. Yeah. Remember when they had the three quarterbacks on campus? Yeah. Right? Malik Henry and DeAndre Johnson mm-hmm. and, and who am I missing uh, that ended up playing? Uh, was it Blackman? No, it was um, it was Malik Henry. Oh, who played DeAndre Francois? Yeah. Sorry, DeAndre Johnson um, and DeAndre Francois. But then all I mean, you looked at that all two studs. years ago, and all studs, and all of a sudden it started. They're all gone. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, and now you're left with nothing. Yeah, at the quarterback spot. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of feels like that. Yeah, a little bit in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, not as dire probably because I think you can reload quick. Yeah. Uh, for uh, uh, Kevin O'Sullivan and the Florida. Not a Gators. thirty-two RPI. I you know I, I can't imagine they get in with their record, but you know I uh, they should get the benefit of the doubt. Bottom line is they're not going anywhere. This no, year. they're not going anywhere. If they, I, I kind of just wanted them to get in, yeah, kind of like Florida basketball. Yeah. You know, um, makes you feel a little better. Yeah, it would make me feel a little better. But you know, all good things must come to an end. It does not look good for them. Listen, you, uh, they they very well could have been swept by Tennessee. They were down nine two on Friday and came back in one ten nine. Had a four-one lead yesterday. Couldn't hold. They could never hold a lead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they hit. They get hit. They've hit better than any Florida team I can remember in the last five, seven yeah. years. Remember that was always the problem. Yeah, and and <laughs> and my gosh, they just cannot pitch. They cannot get outs. It's, it's incredible. Last in the SEC at ERA is just oh. eye popping. Yeah, considering what they've been able to do the last and how five good years. of a coach he is. I mean, he just you know maybe missed. Maybe I don't know for whatever reasons. Everybody has their own story. So. It's hard to say, but it's certainly disappointing. Uh, Florida State's going to get in, but uh, I wouldn't expect them in Omaha either. You never know. Maybe they find some magic. But they just overall, I yeah. looked at the top 15 in college baseball. Yeah. Usually it's littered with SEC. Yeah. They've got four of them, I think. ACC has two or three of them. Yeah. But it's a lot of other teams. Huh? Like East Carolina is like eighth in the country. Yeah, it's funny you how know? baseball, that word, like Coastal Carolina won it a few yeah. years ago. And I th- Dallas Baptist is a really good program. Uh, so it's kind of neat to see. I like sports like that, yeah, you yeah. know, where Different you can teams. see a new kid, you yeah. know, a new team. Well, uh, baseball's always had like the two lanes and the Pepperdines yes, that were good at yes. times. You know, Long Beach State. Yes, the dirtbags. Um, Cal Poly or, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, Pepperdine. West, West Coast uh, baseball is back, it looks like, because pac is doing well. Well, good. UCLA. got to be good at something. The country. I know Lord knows they aren't good at football or basketball. <laughs> they haven't been good at anything we else. took over softball here in the South, too. So Speaking of uh, uh, basketball, yeah, who do you like uh, to go to the finals? Can you can you find me an upset with the Warriors or no? No, no, no. I like, uh, I like uh, Golden State easy. Uh, I think I find myself – I don't mind. I don't care. I'm happy that it's Milwaukee v. Toronto. So whoever wins, I'll be happy with. Yeah. And I'll be – it'll be neat for Kawhi Leonard. It'll be neat for Antetokounmpo. Uh, I'd probably lean towards Milwaukee. Yeah, I think they're a better team. So I, I think I would lean towards them. But I'm okay either way. Uh, I look forward to it. And, you know, I'll be rooting against Golden State. Uh, like see somebody knock off Golden State. Yeah, me too. I just don't know if that can happen, but it would be great. No. Lillard's going to have to come up big. He's going to have to play big. C.J. McCollum's playing really well. Yeah. I will say, I thought it was interesting on Sunday. I watched two basketball games that I genuinely did not have an emotional, yeah. like even ounce of my body that cared who won. Yeah. And it was fun. It was fun. You know, like Golden State, Houston, I'm kind of, I'm mad at Houston a little bit because I was kind of rooting it. for a Golden State yeah. to get ousted. Yeah, I'm tired of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I don't like them. I'm just tired of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like LeBron, I like LeBron. So when LeBron plays, I root for LeBron a little yeah. bit. But it was cool to, watch, especially that Toronto game, to watch that with really no, uh, just as a casual sports fan almost. There's two. And that was an awesome finish. There's two things that stand out to me about the uh, playoffs right now. First off, the fact that there's never been a buzzer beater in Game Seven. That was nuts, shocking, right? Nuts. We heard that last night or Sunday night. And I guess there's been 135 Game Sevens. You would have thought for sure somebody would have had a buzzer beater. 
And then the other thing that bothers not March Madness. Yeah, and the other thing that that bothers me a little bit is uh, 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 Mama and Daddy Curry uh, trying to tell us they're not sure who they're going to root for. I mean, of it's course easy. you got to root for Seth. Yeah, you can't root for Steph. How could you even? think I mean, about Steph has it all. I mean, he's, he you got to. I mean, plays golf on the web.com tour and yeah, everything. All, all all Seth has ever done is gotten the three point competition. I mean, you got to root for Seth. Yeah. I mean, it's you know you you tell Steph, look, Steph, you've done everything. We got to root for Seth here. Absolutely. And and Steph would say, yeah, I understand. I mean, I, you know, I, <laughs> don't talk to me for ten days. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fine. Uh, and I, I, you know, listen, it, I mean, Dell's better than Seth. I mean, at a, I mean, you know, <laughs> <Might be> now. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, you know, so uh, yeah, you got to root for the. And Seth is the one. Steph's ahead of Seth, right? So Steph went to Davidson and wowed everybody and went on. And, so then Coach K was like, well, gosh, I wonder if I missed here. So. I'll take Seth, and then Seth didn't do so much at Duke. Yeah. I think he didn't have transferring out of there. I think. I think he did. And so, uh, uh, in fact, he might have went to Davidson, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't remember. But anyway, Seth was not. I didn't even know he was playing the NBA. Yeah, until give like three Seth weeks ago. give <laughs> Seth credit for being in the NBA, and he's a contributor. Yeah, you know, and if he gets hot, he'll knock down four, five, six threes. So, uh, but you got to root for Seth. Come on, Curry family. Yeah, I think uh, most of America, when they said Seth Curry, thought they mis- said Steph's Steph, name wrong. Steph, I know. <laughs> That's hey, one last last thought. Uh-huh. Don't you love the uh, we we do love? So I don't even have to ask you the Toronto scene. Yeah, right. That's cool. What I was thinking of this today. Why don't we get more of that in sports in America? Like we really don't see that. Like in soccer all over the the world, it feels like you see that scene. Yeah. Like World Cup, you saw that scene yeah. all over the globe. Because what what again, Brent soccer, is talking about is the fans outside the venue yeah, watching the game. That couldn't get in because you, it's only a 20,000-seat arena. Right, and there's more fans than but it seats. Cre- and, yeah, like, it's, it's like the, the draft party at Daly's Right, place. so you go down there and you watch the game. And I would suspect, you know, again, it, yeah, they, you know, like maybe the next time the Jags get on a run, they do it at Daly's place if they're yeah, on the road yeah. in the playoffs. And I show thought it. of Wrigleyville when Chicago was yeah. – going to win the World yeah. Series or close to yeah. right? That, yeah. Because they have all those outside bars sure and the people flood the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. So, But you don't see it a ton no. uh, in the United States, I think, in our sports culture. Yeah, I kind of like that. That was cool. That was good. Yeah. All right. You got to go do some TV? Yeah, man. That's a quick one today. Oh, yeah. Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Happy birthday, Dan Hicken. Thank you. Joe DiMaggio. Five, Woo! Have a good week, everybody. You've been listening to Action Sports Jacks Pile On with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast has been brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family.